0: Hey there, I'm Erica Allen. I'm one of the pastors at Horizon Church. I just want to say thank you so much for joining us this morning. We are continuing our series Relationship reset. This morning is our last message in the series and we're going to talk about one of my very favorite things, boundaries. I remember a point in my life where I wanted nothing but some boundaries. I was a young adult, I was about to graduate from college. It was the summer right before I went into my senior year of college and my job for that summer was to be a camp counselor at a day camp at a school, an elementary school in my in my hometown, near my hometown. And so we had like 150 kids that met in what I now fondly call a cafe you know, those things that double as a cafeteria, a gym, and an auditorium. And, and we split the kids up. There was a group of ki- kindergarten, first and second graders. There was about 40 or 50 of them. And then there was a lot of third, fourth, and fifth graders. And I had the kindergarten first and second graders for the morning. I was one of the lead counselors, and my job was to keep them busy all day. I knew the way right to their heart. The very first thing we were going to do was play freeze tag in the gym. In fact, I had a fun little twist I was going to put on it. It was going to be toilet bowl freeze tag and so I I I set all of the kindergarten first and second graders down in front of me it was the first day so they're still a little calm when I tell them to sit down and listen they they did for the first few minutes and so I have them sitting down listening I said this is what's going to happen we're going to play freeze tag does anybody here played freeze tag they're like yeah we played freeze tag we played freeze tag and so they're all sitting there and I'm like this is this is how this freeze tag is going to work this is a different kind of freeze tag it's toilet bowl freeze tag. And all the kids like laughed because I said toilet toilet bowl and they thought it was hilarious. And so I I said, this is what happens when the person who's it tags you, you have to freeze and you become a toilet. So you put your hand out like this and you have to squat just a little bit, just like this. So you become a toilet. And the only way you can be unfrozen is that someone who's not frozen is going to push your hand and you spin around and you say I'm flushed and all the kids like thought it was hilarious because they were going to get to use words about the potty for for this freeze tag game so they're really excited so I said all right Johnny you're it Sue you're it come to the middle of this you know right behind me come to the middle of the floor everybody else when I say three stand up and freeze tag has begun so I said "One, two. Three And these kindergarten, first and second graders ran everywhere in the entire school. I look up, they're climbing on the bleachers in this cafe gymatorium. They're standing up on tables. They're behind me on this stage in the auditorium. I'm like, someone's gonna have a concussion. I'm like, losing it here. Everybody's like, I've never seen such chaos before in my life. I thought they would know to stay in the lines of the gym as I'm like, hey, I'm trying to find some way to calm them down. I'm like, everybody freeze. But I've told them they're playing freeze tag. So they like, think I'm just kidding and they continue to run around like just everywhere it was absolutely chaotic as I'm like trying to figure out how I'm gonna get these kids settled down, three kids, I'm not kidding, take off running out the double doors and down the hallway of this school. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, come back. Like, You're not allowed to do that. And they're like, we're running from who's it. We don't wanna be tagged. People are running around outside. It was absolute chaos. I've never in my life experienced something like this. So finally, me and two other counselors get all the kids like calm and back down, sitting down in front of me. And I had to explain that this freeze tag game was only gonna take place within the lines of the floor on the gym floor. Like giving them some boundaries (sighs) calmed me and those kids down just a little bit. But I'm gonna bet there are some of you who have lived your lives much like those kindergarten, first and second graders running literally all over the school in the middle of this freeze tag game. Like absolutely no boundaries And absolute pure chaos has ensued in your life. You look up and you're trying to get control of things and there are people running around outside or down hallways where they're not supposed to be. Someone's about to get really hurt and you're exhausted and anxious and worried and nervous and things are chaotic. I bet some of you have lived your lives like this. Some of us feel like this in our relationships. Like things are full speed ahead and you have no idea what's going to happen if you pump the brakes or you're just going to go absolutely off the side of a cliff. If you are living your life without boundaries, I want you to hear this this morning. We serve a God of boundaries. Our next message series is actually about a God who gives us confidence and peace, even in the midst of chaos. We're going to talk about how God is a God of boundaries. We're going to look at things like the creation story, how God, like in the middle of chaos, used some some boundaries to create order and and, and peace that could be sustained. We're going to look at some of those things in the next message series, but this morning, We are going to look at the ways that that God tells the church, tells the people of God's church, tells people who are following Jesus, this is what it looks like to set some boundaries in your life and in your relationships so that you can experience the abundance and the health that I have for you and for the world. So if you have your Bibles with you this morning, if you'll turn with me to Galatians chapter 6, We're going to read verses one through six. These are words that are shared with a group of people in a town called Galatia. They're this new church that have just come together. Their pastor is named Paul. He's a deep follower of Jesus. He's Paid attention to what Jesus said. He's read what, what God has done through people for centuries. He, he knows Genesis and Exodus, all these books in the Bible. He knows them. He knows them deeply. And he's trying to teach these people. He's trying to lead them into following Jesus. And this is what he says to them. He, he basically says, hey, folks, if you're living your life without boundaries, things are going to get out of control. And that is not how God wants you to live your life. And so this is what he says to them. brothers and sisters, If someone is caught in a sin, if they are not obeying boundaries, if they are bounding outside of boundaries, right? If someone is caught in sin, you who live by the Spirit should restore that person gently. We should create some gentle boundaries, is what he says. But watch yourselves. You need some boundaries too. But watch yourselves or you also may be tempted. So we need to pay attention to boundaries because before we know it, we're all going to be living in sort of this chaotic state if we can't pay attention to it. Listen to this, verse 2. Carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. If anyone thinks they are something when they are not, they deceive themselves. Each one should test their own actions. Then they can take pride in themselves alone alone without comparing themselves to someone else. So create boundaries for yourself. You don't need to compare yourself to other people's boundaries. Create them for yourself so you can take pride, have some esteem and some confidence in who you are and what you are. Each person, each person should carry their own load. Nevertheless, the one who receives instruction in the word should share all good things with their Instructor, These are words spoken by Paul to people who need better boundaries. Maybe these folks have lived through a year, much like those, those of us listening and, and tuning in this morning, have lived through a, a world that was defined by boundaries and then broke all of the boundaries, right? We were working from home in the middle of quarantine just a year ago now. Schools had, cha- like every boundary was was different. Everything that we had used to create routine or order to our day was reestablished. And we had to reset boundaries. Some of our relationships have suffered because of that. And I want you to hear me say this morning, God is ready for you to experience a relationship reset. And in order to do that, we're going to have to reset some of the boundaries that we have In our lives, I'm just going to provide sort of three tips for you to reset the boundaries of your own lives that I think Paul is basically getting at in Galatians chapter 6, verses 1 through 6. The first tip is you are responsible to others, you are not responsible for others. So there was a really important verse in chapter 6, verse 2. It says, Carry each other's burdens. And in this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. If you want to follow Jesus well, carry each other's burdens. But then I want you to listen to verse 5. It says, each person should carry their own load. This is what I think Paul's getting at here, is that we should care for one another. We are responsible to one another. We are not responsible for one another. Someone has a cancer diagnosis, what does it look like to share their burden, to fix a meal, to to provide a ride to their chemo treatment for them? What does it look like when when someone's dealing with a financial crisis that's just unbearable? Does it look like you you send them a grocery card for the week? You are responsible to one another, but we are not responsible for one another. If you're paying your son's rent for the sixth month in a row, You might need to think about resetting a boundary because you're not responsible for his rent. You are responsible to him and the burden that maybe he is experiencing, but you are not responsible for making sure that he is is paying his rent right. Like if he's not spending his money right, you're not responsible for that. You're responsible to him, but not for him. Does that make sense? So it... If you feel like you're like exhausted or overrun in a relationship, maybe you, you should think about what does it look like for me to share a burden, to, to help my friend carry their burden, but not be responsible for carrying the load they should be carrying themselves. This is a, a good way to reset your boundaries. Think about sharing burdens, but not having someone else carry your load and not picking up someone else's backpack and carrying it for them either. You are responsible to one another, but you are not responsible for another person. That's one way to begin resetting your boundaries. The second tip is know who you are. Don't compare yourselves to everybody else. Who are you? Who has God created you to be? And this is gonna require us to create some other boundaries in our lives, right? There's gotta be some time carved out in your life where you're spending time with God. When I've lost the ability to dream or hope, when I can't figure out what I am created for, what my purpose in life for, it's because I've not carved out time to spend with God who tells you who you are, who shows you how to shine light and ignite change. If you're having a hard time, with, with feeling exhausted and overrun, it's because you probably don't know who you are. What's some non-negotiables in your life? What has God created you to do? And if everything else in your life is more important than figuring out who you are in the sight of God, then your life is gonna look a lot like that cafegimatorium looks like with second graders running out double doors and all of chaos ensuing. You're going to be headed in a million directions and no idea what to focus on because you don't know who you are. It's a common thread. People with high self-esteem, people with high confidence know who they are. Set some boundaries in your life. Carve out some time. It's just time for you spending silently with God, reading the words of the Bible Spending time listening and hearing to God, hearing God and what God has to say. Know who you are. Know who you are. And the third tip for resetting our boundaries is that boundaries honor needs. They don't judge others. Another way to say this is boundaries over walls. So just like I said, to share a burden with someone else, what does it look like when they're carrying this huge boulder of a burden and and you slip in and, and help them lift up just a piece of it and carry it with them? What does it look like for you to share your burden with someone else? If you're struggling with something, what does it look like to share that burden with someone else? See, we we, we build boundaries. We create boundaries. We don't build walls because walls says, I'm fine over here. There is a little bit of a burden, but you can't see it and you don't know about it. So I'm fine. Bound- walls mean people can't get to you. A boundary is different than a wall because the wall is afraid. Hey, if they see this burden that I'm carrying, they might judge me. They might judge me. A wall is created when we look at someone else's burden and we judge them. When we look at someone else doing something and we judge them, right? Boundaries are different than walls. Boundaries are about needs. Walls are about judging, judging others. So we need boundaries in our lives. We don't need walls in our lives. What are some things that you need? You need rest. Maybe your boss wants you to work seven days a week. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, you are married to your phone, right? You can never put it down because you might get an email or a phone call or a to-do item to put on your to-do list. What does it look like to create a boundary around that? And say, I, you know what, if you judge me and think I'm a bad employee because I'm setting up a time to cut it off at 7 o'clock tonight, that's a boundary I have to set because I need to spend time with myself. I need to rest. I need to give attention to my family. Setting up a boundary is about honoring the needs that you have. We need and crave things that only God can provide. We need to be available to our family or to our friends. We need rest. We need water and good food. And if we are running through life at a speed where we've created all these walls, then it's about other people judging us. It's not about the boundary that we need. Create boundaries, not walls. Think about what it is you need, not about what others may judge you if they see about you. Think about that when you set up boundaries with other people. Don't build walls. Don't say, oh my gosh, I can't believe they did that that way. That's not a boundary. A boundary says, hey, I see that you have made these three decisions and I can't really help with that, but I can help with this part because I need to be responsible to you, not for you. There was a time in my life when I was starting a new church in East Nashville and I made myself available all the time to everybody in the community. And I was absolutely worn out. I had no idea what it actually was God was calling me to. I had no idea who I was. You could literally call me day or night and I would put down whatever I was doing and I would run to help you. I had zero boundaries. I was working all the time, all the time. It was an absolutely exhausting way to lead my life. There was a day when I absolutely burned out and I had, to, I had to spend some time healing from that season of my life. And I remember one of the most important things I learned from that season was to create some boundaries. Because it didn't mean that I couldn't do things the way I wanted. It didn't mean, boundaries didn't lock me in. They freed me up to be who it was God called me to be. And I had no idea how to create those boundaries until I began to spend some time with God. I had to live my life at a different pace. I had to pay attention to different things. I had to take some of these things in this verse serious, right? What, what is their load that they need to be carrying? What's the burden that I should be helping with in the world? What is it and who is it that God has called me to be? I don't have to compare myself to everybody else. I don't have to look like that or do that. My life can be different than that. And it made my relationships so much healthier. I, I could actually be present with my husband and with my family again could actually be present in friendships. Again, I had time for coffee that I needed to have with somebody else. I had time for rest and reading and breathing. And when I showed up, because of those boundaries I would placed in my life, when I showed up, I was 100% present. 100% present. And God can use 100% of you. God God can figure out how to use 5% of you, but God can do a lot more with 100% of you. If you are feeling burnout, exhausted, and like you're running in a million directions, what does it look like to spend some time each day with God and let God help create some boundaries for your life so you can begin resetting the relationships that matter most to you? God is ready. God is ready to use you to shine light and ignite change. And God wants 100% of you, not 110%, 100%, all of you. And that means you're going to have to carve out some time to spend with God. And it means you're going to have to know what and who God has called you to be so that you can be 100% present where God has asked you to be when God asks you show up folks the world is in need it is in need of people to draw some boundaries this week you have a chance this week to reset some relationships by resetting some boundaries will you, will you pray with me god for each person here that needs some help resetting their boundaries i pray god that the first thing they do is spend some time with you I pray, God, that those of us who think that boundaries are going to bound us up and keep us from being the people that you've called us to be, God, I pray that you will show us how you free us for joyful obedience through boundaries. I pray, God, that others will see and honor the boundaries that we create and that you'll give us courage and strength to name them and create them. I pray, God, that you will make us a healthier person because we have spent time with you. And God, most of all, we thank you that for those of us who've messed up all the boundaries, who've trampled on every boundary in front of us, God, we pray for your forgiveness and we thank you for the love you offer us through Jesus Christ. Amen.